Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello, welcome to Six Bits Podcast. Six Bits? It's just called Six Bits. You know it's a podcast. You're listening to it on the podcast. My name is Maureen O'Connell. Uh, I look like Hannibal Lecter today and over there is Ray Foley. How it's, are you, Ray? Uh, hi there. Yeah, I'm Ray Foley here. I'm just looking at Maureen on Skype and it's uh, it's, a, it's a scary sight. Can I, it's a I, face I, mask. I don't suppose I can take a photograph for, of course you can. for socials. Here, here we go. Here take we go. <laughs> you look like um, is it Michael Myers or the? That's it, Mike Myers from Halloween. Yeah, I don't mean Michael Myers from uh, Shrek, Austin Bowers, or Shrek. No, 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 no. <laughs> I look like Michael Myers from Halloween because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, do you never wear a face mask? No, maybe I should because I've got you that, should. I've still got this disease up under my hairline up here. That's just Ray has some bumps, a bit of redness, always. It's just, Under his, it's, it's relatively. It's only in the last year, though, isn't it? Uh, last six months, yeah, yeah. And it's um, it's quite flaky as well. It's quite, kind of dandruffy. You should go to a to an actual dermatologist. Yeah, I'll go to a dermatologist and let me let me see. And dermatologists open. Don't be so facetious. <laughs> yeah, absolute. Plonker. Keep it clean. You can say Keep it. it clean. You can say Keep plonker. it clean. Keep it clean. Uh, Twenty-two minutes past two o'clock, Monday afternoon. Hello there. Good morning. Good afternoon, rather. Uh, sixbitspod at gmail.com is our email address and Mwirin is starting uh, we've got six bits for you uh, oh no you're going to you're going to start I'm going to start okay then I've just spilled my tea all over the ground so eee. you start I'll start then if you, are you okay to keep going then yes okay um, by the way did you get your egg timers I think mine arrived today oh I haven't yes I think that I must have Ray keeps on ordering <laughs> useless crap and uh, then I just have to wake up and go to the door at 9am in the morning going, what's this? And someone going, here, this is for you. And I'm like, what has Ray ordered now? And today, um, I got them on Friday. I forgot to tell you. Um, oh, I didn't The housemaid answered the door. Uh, he bought egg timers so that we could keep to a decent time during the Six Bits podcast. Knowing that we look at our phones all the time yeah, during I know, it, it. I think it's there's a more of a kind of a tactile sort of reality to an egg timer. And what I did was I bought four. There are a set of four different egg timers and they're all in different colours. So there's uh, off the top of my head, there's like a one minute one, a three minute one, a five minute one and a ten minute one. Yeah. And they're all like like literally egg timers, like, you know, like the things you turn upside down with the sand in the inside of them. <laughs> And uh, I got those, I got a set from Warren and a set from me so that we'll do, what is it, five minute ones. If we said, okay, we flip over the five minute one and here we go. As people are, are are coming into the six bits world, I think they're, they're, they are realising and they're understanding that I'm not exaggerating when I say that Ray Foley is addicted to buying things on the internet that he doesn't need. We need we needed egg timers though, surely. <laughs> I think we can all agree we needed egg timers. We don't an Easter egg. I could do with an Easter egg. I don't need an egg timer. I'll buy you an Easter egg then. <laughs> I bought some Doomla on the internet as well, actually, by the oh, way. I found some God. From episode all the way back from episode one, the Doomla. I don't know if anyone's Doomla. gonna give me Doomla. Uh, Claire said our producer Claire on the telly, she said uh every time she hears me say Doomla, she thinks of the lads from the three lads that do the comedy. What's that they're called again? Um, oh. uh, 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 arms, foil and, arms hog. and hog. Yeah, and they do doom da doom, da doom or something at the end of their, you know, at the end of their videos. It's like, come and check. Oh out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very catchy. Something, whatever. Hi, uh, I'm back. She's she's taking the face off. 
Wow, yeah. she looks so young and beautiful. It's amazing. And then afterwards, anyone who uses face masks, right? Yeah. Um, so these are the things that you just get in the packet. I know environmentally not great, but the 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 thing, the face mask itself, you then just rub it all over your arms and your elbows and stuff. For what? You get all you get all that goodness out because I'm sorry, I'm spending three euro on a face mask. I'm getting my three euros worth. worth. But then again, yeah. are you getting value out of it if you don't mask it onto your arms? No, you just rub it on there anyway. Just so. rub it on. It's it's just a it's just a strong serum. Um, while we're on a ta- on tangents, I need to say hi to Trisha Lewis. Trisha's transformations. Trisha. She was. It was funny actually. She was listening to our podcast and she said she she was thoroughly enjoying it. And then liar. And then and then two minutes later, she sent me a she sent me a voicemail saying, "Hey, I'm listening to your podcast. I'm really enjoying it." And then she. Two minutes. She was obviously listening to the podcast where we're talking about our favorite guests uh, on the six o'clock show, and I didn't for say you. her. I didn't, yeah. I didn't say her, and then she got thick that I didn't say her. So she's like, and so I dug my way out of it though. I said that um, she was a chef because not long after being a guest on the show, she came back and she did a kitchen segment. So I she did. So she's not a guest anymore. She's graduated to chef, which which of course she will be one of my favorite chefs. So I think she bought it. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So Trisha Lewis. Don't I buy just, it, Trisha. Don't try it. Don't, don't buy it. It's just, it's just wordplay. Don't listen he to his BS. Care. He doesn't care for anyone. It's, <laughs> it's just who he is. Don't, don't take it. Don't take offense to it. It's just who Foley is. It's just Except the way it is, the Trisha. Foley. It's just the but. But there's love there, though. I think it's important to stress that. Yeah. Even though it's it's a different kind of love, there's still love there. Do like, you know what I mean? He stood, he stood at the top of an altar and he said, I do to a woman. Yeah. Was it love? Who knows? It's a, different, he, it's a very he, qualified kind of love, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is yeah. love there. It's just no one quite understands the sort of love that Foley has. Yeah, it's a, do you know what he does love? What? Buying crap on the internet that he doesn't need. <laughs> yeah, Loves that. I thought you were going to say, do you know what he does love? Starting the podcast with <laughs> item number one, eventually. I Get those egg timers out. I don't know if there's a bit of a crackle on your line or my line, but my apologies. If there's, I don't know if it's if it's with you moving around on, you, on yours, maybe, is it? No? So we've used two different mics today and it's all a bit of a nightmare. So I'm sorry, it is probably on my end if this is annoying. I think it's but okay. let's If only someone podcast. could have gotten you an arm for your microphone so that you could just leave it stationary and in one place, like radio. Because then you can actually, you don't have to worry about it sounding the same right and you can actually treat the microphone the way that you would. You know that I've had to move into a different room. What's the laptop the on? housemate. What, what's the laptop on? A bed. Oh, right. Okay, fine. I thought it was maybe on a, uh, a little table or something. You've been in my house. You know there is no space for a desk. Right, come on now. Not a desk, but a, like a little side table or something, like a locker or something. No? All right, all right, Jesus. I don't need to do the tour of the bedroom of the bourgeois. This is where the, she's broadcasting live from where the magic happens. The magic of yeah. putting face masks on. She's going out with an amateur mu- magician. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's true. It's true. He's got the he's got the Paul Daniels set and everything. Yeah, he's still working on it. Uh, right, yeah. shall we? Do Number item one. one: the prime ministers of two neighbouring countries both going back to hospital uh, for very different reasons. <laughs> Boris <laughs> Boris Johnson being admitted to hospital in the UK for symptoms of coronavirus, uh, yeah. which, which are not going. There's been ten days. Uh, they haven't been going anywhere, so uh, he's not getting any better. Although they say that on average, once you have coronavirus and the, you're showing symptoms like l- the loss of taste and smell and the coughing and the shortness of breath and that kind of thing, that if you are coming through it, naturally, uh, you'll come through. Five to seven days is how long it will last. Uh, that's not the case for Boris Johnson, so he's been taken into hospital. Uh, meantime, our lad, Leo, 
Uh, he's going back to hospital as well in the sense that he is a doctor. So he's going to be doing, we've all heard about it, but it's it's the biggest story in the news at the moment. Yeah. He, he's going to be doing, a, well, a shift a week or a day a week? We don't know exactly I, what the, the terms are. I think it said a shift. So, um, he's hardly doing so Leo's a 12 hour registered. Yeah, he will. Wow, really? He'll do a 12 to a 14 hour shift from what I can see anyway is that uh, he'll get some sleep at some stage. You know, to be fair, Tony, Tony Holohan is doing a lot. Holohan. Loved loved Tony. Tony can do what he needs to do. But uh, Barris, not Barris, sorry, Leo is doing a full shift once a week, which if that can alleviate one doctor from the front line, fair play to him. Okay, yeah. Uh, But I don't know where... I've got a whole jumble of thoughts and feelings about it. Uh, Right, well, the jumble is my, my immediate and initial, and you knowing me as you do, is my cynical reaction, which is I knew it. stunned, yep. right? And a lot of people had the same reaction, right? Yeah. And then the more time I spent thinking about it, the more I realised, one, your position, which is, yeah, it's good. I think there's another thing, though, to be said for uh, the seriousness and the gravity of the situation that still an awful lot of the population, the citizens, are not mm. taking it seriously. So to mm. see the uh, leader of the country to going and doing it. By the way, I'm not a uh, a blue shirt or anything like that. So I've, we've already been over this. I'm apolitical. But uh, to see the leader of the country doing that will drive the message home that, Jesus, this is serious and everyone's doing their part. Mm. Uh, aside from the jumble of thoughts, like I was saying, of there's an element of stunt to it, surely. But then again, it's very hard to go to think that there isn't an element of stunt to absolutely everything every politician does. To Every there's nothing that you can do. A politician yeah. gets on a bike. Uh, you know, Aon O'Reardon doesn't drive a car. He gets on a bike. Stunt. Yeah, stunt. that's it. You see. Oh my but god, Eamon Ryan, get in a car, get in a taxi. But that's, not it's, just, it's, that's not just cynicism. It's actually like the the nature of the business that they're in. It is. Yeah, that there's always well, an a, implication, a, a voting implication or an electoral implication to everything they do because of the nature of the work they do. <laughs> Leo received a very expensive education in this country uh, to become. A doctor. We have talked in this country and it has been said by people of Fina Gale that certain people like doctors rather than being able to leave the country straight away after they graduate would have to give back five years. This is this is one of their their thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that, uh, you know, it's kind of like, listen, we provide this education. You've got to give us a little bit of your time. This is a point that has been mooted. Mm-hmm. If he didn't go back and give. Now, I don't know how he isn't wrecked. Like I'm wrecked looking at him some of the days. But if he didn't go back, I'd be like, well, shut up. Get, yeah, do do a shift a week. So, but the, not, I, not shut up. Actually, I, are, I, I don't yeah. look at it either way. I wouldn't have expected him to do it or not to do it. I think it's good that he's doing it and I'm not going to look at it as a stunt. I'm going to look at it going, we have spent hundreds of thousands on your education. Yeah, thank you for actually giving a little bit back. Yeah, but uh, do, do you feel that him do that Because you're kind of agreeing with my point then that like... No, I went too far. I went there, too far there's there. An implication, um, there's a political, still a political Im- implication for him doing it. On the basis but of, sure, yeah. everything is political. Yeah, of, yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, and, and then finally, and my final... Uh, reconciliation for for me on it was that uh, <laughs> he is he's vilified in general, you know, because of course he's just a caretaker Taoiseach, uh, a lame duck Taoiseach or a, a filler Taoiseach yeah. while we're waiting for some sort of result or agreement uh, on government to come out. Uh, also, they didn't do as well as they were expecting or should have done in the last election. And there's arguments for other parties. And just about every party's making the argument, anybody but Leo at the moment. Uh, and he's also vilified then for, uh, not vilified, criticised um, for um, 
for not being human or not making a connection or not being good with people or not being the hail fellow well met and the nudge and the wink and the 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 pint. Do you know the kind of thing? He's not that type of person. Yeah. Uh, so then when he goes and does something that is legitimately, uh, you know, commendable, <laughs> he'll still he'll still be criticised yeah. for it. So like he he he'll he he just can't win no no matter what he does. And and then once I realised that I was doing that, that I was a part of the. The man just can't win. I kind of thought, look at just t- take it on face value at the end of the day, and yeah. it's, it, he he can do. He also shows that an element of doing something to other people. We need to be us. a little bit like that. He's not in. A, he's not in the role of president where it's it's great to love our president. It's like, oh look, there's there's our head of state. Fantastic, they're a lovely person. Mm-hmm. If we had this blind allegiance to someone like a Taoiseach, like an awful lot of um, of politics is based around the, the personality of cult in the US. I'd hate that. I don't want people just to love him because he's Leo and he's done this. It's like, no, yeah. we have to be looking at everything very critically. You shouldn't just love Trump because he's the leader of the country. You can't just love Obama because he's the president. What are they doing? What do they stand for? Um, the personality of cult, I'm glad we don't have that in this country when it comes to our leaders and that we yeah. all do sit there and, and slag them a little them bit. on their individual actions. Yeah. No more than yeah. Simon Harris. You can go, I don't particularly like Simon Harris, but uh, some of his, uh, you know, uh, leadership again, I suppose, has been commendable and uh, he must be under intense pressure tremendous well. yeah. stress yes number two I just thought I'd go for something a little bit lighter Ray oh yeah something, something like a little a, bit lighter like than a, politics like a kinder bueno no, yeah, like a kinder bueno lighter than ordinary chocolate something just a little bit lighter and that is the orange order marches <laughs> <laughs> if I tea I would have spat it out <laughs> So, the 12th of July parades have oh, been yeah. cancelled for the first time since World War Two. Right. Now, is everyone just not surprised that, that let's be honest, that the Orange Order and the people of Ulster who were involved in the Orange Order didn't just say no, no. Ulster says no to the coronavirus, says no. They should have says just no, refused, we're going marching. They should have refused entry all along, I suppose. The, all the along. Yeah. Should have been like our, our borders in the Irish Sea. We're, yeah. we're not accepting that backstop of a border. So the coronavirus oh can't God. come in here. Are you only announcing that now? I haven't seen this. Is this only a recent development? Is Today. This... Just a couple of hours ago. Jesus, they really took their time, didn't they? they because they just thought God was going to come through for them, you know? He That's came ins- through for them at the Battle of the Boyne in the 1600s. He was going to come through for That's them. So, so a few of them can get all dressed up and walk down a road. Although I just um, another thing about um, uh, centre parks. Kind of different, different, but similar. Uh, in that we were we were <laughs> supposed, we were we were well we were supposed to go to Centre Parks on the Friday mm-hmm. of the the lockdown, and they left it until literally the night before when they had no more option but to go. Yeah, okay, we're we're because they were I I bet they were waiting for us to cancel, but instead they cancelled and then they were left in. A oh yeah, out of cancelling. Yeah, out of pocket. Of Not course. out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so the I, I guess the Orange Order doing very much the same thing, doing doing a Centre Parks on it. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a centre parks. They wait until the, uh, July twelfth. Now they have gotten through this before, Ray. So the last time that the the, the they've gotten the through July... what a, a barricade, a they've protest, gotten... <laughs> <laughs> not being able to have massive fires near people's houses. Um, so they in World War One and World War Two, and also during the Spanish flu epidemic, right, there weren't there? Uh, they 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 didn't have the parades. Okay. So what they did have was guess what. Guess what people in the north did instead of having their parades? Virtual parades on the internet. Not, 
No, not That's, virtual parade. I'm telling you, Zoom is going to light up in a week's oh time. Oh my God, can you imagine them walking around the sitting room? Oh, it's going to be amazing with the massive flags walking around the sitting room. And the drums. And then a drum beat playing in the background. So what they did then, instead of having the parades, was that um, they, they, they it was it was all about the flags. You know the way people in the north love the flags? Oh yeah, put them out, put out the flags then, is it? So last year I went up north and it was just after the July 12th parades. And it was yeah. my first time really like just going outside of Belfast a lot. And Jesus Christ, they love their flags. It's the most intimidating thing in the world. You go into one village and everything is Oscoelga. You go into the next village, yeah. there's nothing but Union Jacks everywhere. You're like, oh God, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. And I went, we went to stay in uh, Royal Port Rush and it was fantastic. But when we got there, it was all the Union Jack flags, yeah. flags and then the big, the big statue for the World War One soldier and, you know, for queen and country or king and country. You know, it's I was a beautiful like, oh, part of the world up there, up around Port Stunning Rush in Antrim. And, um, oh, stunning. All the, but then when we got there, yeah. the first bar person we saw, I was like, oh, he doesn't like us. He can smell the tag off us. He can smell the tag <laughs> off us. Doesn't like us at all. And the next thing we started chatting to him, we had the best night ever. Great crack. Just once you get over all the Union Jacks, once we're you get st- over... We're still all human. I suppose that's the thing that was learned. Wasn't it uh, Bill Clinton that discovered that? That uh, it turns out we're all human. It was it, Before Bill was. Clinton and his, his mate George, uh, none, of, none of us realised, or none of us, none of the, none of the people of Northern Ireland really realised at the end of the day they were all human. And they, it was. Uh, it was, was George and Bill. Fair play to you. It was them. They, 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 they did some tests. <laughs> they did some tests. They did some tests and went, yep, yeah, Irish people are human. Amazing. Number three. This Duffy story is... Uh, to, to go, <laughs> sorry. Jesus. To go from... Are you kidding me? We've gone from... Well, I'm... Te- do you know... Cynical politics to the okay, marches we, in the 12th to Duffy. Oh, God. We won't stay long on it, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is like... In a world of coronavirus, there's one other story, which is Duffy. We're not going to stay four weeks on it then. Jesus Christ. Do you know... um. I, I don't mean this in a sense that I don't believe her because, of course, Jesus Christ, I believe her. But it, it, there, there, I have so many questions. I suppose oh, God, in, yeah. In a natural sort of, well, I suppose number one is, who the, who who are we talking about here? Who did it? Yeah. and then, Who ferried you out of a country illegally? Like, how did they get you out of the country? Nice, they must have had nice a private use, jet. Oh, nice use of the word ferry with Duffy because it ties in with rock ferry... <laughs> and yeah, well done. You can take the girl out of the radio, out of radio, RIP. But you can't take the radio oh out of the girl. Straight away, as soon as you said ferry, I thought rock ferry, toughy. Well, well done, <laughs> nice tie-in. Uh, but yeah, how did it happen? What were the circumstances? She said it was her birthday, wasn't it? Or it was a birthday party or something? And she was drugged. But then to get her out of the country, yeah, that she was remembering glimpses of. Then to get her back into the country, someone yeah. saw her. Someone uh, that someone saw that she, that her pallor or her color was was funny. That someone came like, to the house. Yeah, and saw her was, house. Yeah, uh, and she subsequently but, moved like five times. She said, "It's it's a horrific story, uh, but all it does is lead to more questions." Like, I, I, and of course, it's none of my business. I mean, if this is the way, if this is the way that she wants to uh, come out and tell the story, and if this is as much as she's prepared to say about the story, then this is, of course. Her well, decision. <laughs> but, well, uh, no, wasn't she originally being blackmailed about the story? There was something that was being... Fa- yeah, she said something yeah. about it. Someone knew about it. Someone found out about so, it. So she had to... And was to, going to start printing things. And she decided to take the matter into her own hands. Which for a woman who over a decade ago had all her power taken away. Yeah. Uh, I just... It's it's bonkers. And, and I, I she knows herself 
that the world is going to have questions because who is this person that did this? You can only imagine it's an extremely powerful person yeah. to get her out of a country. Um, so it must have been a private jet. Uh, you still need passport controls when you go with a private jet. But she can't remember the country that she went to. She was drugged when she was in this other, when, when she was flown out of the country. And she remembers that. And then she remembers coming. She can't, She's getting glimpses of coming back to this country and being brought to her house. Yeah, she was but saying that she was starting to sober up when she was away or that, that there must have been a shortage of the supply of whatever drugs they were using because in the foreign they country. Yeah, that's because why they did. came back. Yeah. Um, but... I but just th- yeah, was I, she was she then continually raped when she got back? Jesus, Maureen, I don't I don't know. I I pres- one she was held captive for four weeks, like, and this person I guess was in her house then. But her she's house? told to, to her house. Yeah. So she's told. She said that a couple of things have happened. So she's told two female police officers. Yeah. In the past decade about this, and the details now of this are with the police, which is probably why. There, there must be charges or there must be an investigation ongoing or uh, more pending as a result. Well, there can't be someone just wandering around in the world who uh, who has done this, who can get away with it. Now, I'm assuming that you have been on the internet and reading about this story. I have a little bit, yeah. But yeah, it's, mostly the, been, it's mostly news though. It's not. I haven't been in message boards or anything like that or the Twitter. Why are people putting forward conspiracy oh, theories? Oh, there is. All right, okay. Uh, trying to revive her career, obviously, was one thing I saw. And I was like, this is what she's decided to do to her, revive her career. Are you actually insane? So, you well, know, they're like, do you know, I had a, a slight feel. When I say I had a slight feeling about that, I did have a feeling of maybe this is an opportunity for her to say, this is what happened and I'd like to get back to work now. But I wouldn't say it's trying to revive. Like, no. It's a stunt. Uh, what I would say is though, like, Maybe 10 years on and after 10 years of people going, what the hell happened to Duffy? What what about Duffy? What happened there? That maybe she might find, a, 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 not a comfort, but having put put it to bed publicly, so to speak, now she might be able to actually go to work again. And, uh, oh yeah, she and said next, that her yeah. trauma counsellor has helped her a huge amount. But to people who are like, this is all a stunt, I'm like... This is if if this was a stunt, it's the easiest thing to unravel in the world. Like you cannot make this sort of story up. And now, do you know what the worst thing is? This is this is not the worst thing. Oh my god, sorry, the woman was held captive and raped for four weeks. This is not the worst thing. For anyone who ever worked on the radio or played the song Mercy by Duffy. Oh, uh, oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. I I hated that song. And I would vocally talk about how much I hated that song when I was forced to play it on the radio. And now the guilt is overwhelming. It's like, oh my God, how could you hate something of this woman who has been through the worst thing in the entire world? That's the I know. Thing. I thought It's apples fantastic. and oranges. I thought it makes was... no difference. Did you have her in a lunchtime live or did you have her? Yeah, she was in for an interview anyway, definitely. And it, I used to confuse her and Pixie Lot. Uh, and she was also in. And there was another girl as well. Uh, Duffy had a better voice than Pixie Lot. Uh, yeah, I, it wasn't about the voices. It was just like... The, so it was like were, Kate Nash, Adele, Duffy, Pixie Lot, and there was one more. Paloma Faye. Little Boots. Little Boots. Little Boots. Jesus Christ, out of thin air. Wow, yeah. Little Loved Boots. Little Boots. She was class. Um, they all came out around the same time. 
Yeah. And they were all fighting with each other for like... Um, it was ridiculous. It was, it was they the, weren't it fighting was, with each it other. It was the Amy Winehouse wave is what it was. It was. That's exactly what it was, yeah. But now I feel incredibly guilty... For not liking the song. For, for vocally really talking about how much I hate that song. And like one day... It came on when I was playing and I just immediately, I put the mic back up and I went, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Real what a professional. manky song. And Real now, professional. And now she's off the air, folks. R.I.P. Shocking. R.I.P. Now it explains so much. Um, Azerbaijan. It, Azerbaijan. Uh, it reminds me of... Um, but Duffy, I'm sorry. The Sorry, Duffy. Um, it reminds me of... There's a song called Disco Cop. By an artist, Blue Adonis. I think there might be a Fat Boy Slim remix, right? Yeah. Uh, it goes, don't, don't. Uh, it sounds like the Duffy. Anyway, look it up. Disco Cop, Blue Adonis. I can put in a clip here, actually. And then Duffy. From the moment, it's an old, it's like a song from the 90s, I guess, the dance song. Okay, dance so it's, pre- it's pre-Mercy, is it? Oh yeah, and then Mercy came out, and then I was like, "That song sounds just like it." But I'm not saying she ripped it off. I'm just saying it, it just reminds me of it. That's all. Well, uh, you know that thing when an Ed Sheeran song comes out, yeah, and then you spend the first five minutes of the day going, "What song actually is it?" Yeah, <laughs> like but he's quite honest about do. that, though, isn't he? Or does he wait to be found out and then he goes, "Yeah, I use that as inspiration." Ah, uh, he just keeps on having to pay out a bit of money. But it's, there's only so many notes in the world, lads. Yeah, and they've all been put like, together already. Yeah, The melodies have all been done. It's just what way you use them now. Like if you, Future Nostalgia, I know I haven't stopped banging on about Dua Lipa's album. That's all. She's like, oh, that's kind of an homage to that. That's an homage mm-hmm. to that. That's Lily Allen. That's because they're all, they've all been I've used. been playing Love Again constantly. Can't the, White, the White Town one, constantly. I love it. Oh, it's so good, it's isn't it? It's so good. And Guys, the one I'm after just saying. Good. Yeah, sorry. Future Nostalgia. Listen to it. You will want to bop around your house. It'll put you in a good mood. Number four. Do you want to talk about football? Uh, yeah, okay. We, we, we're, we're, we, we can do a short one on it. So Mick McCarthy is no longer the manager of the Republic of Ireland soccer team, the senior soccer team. He has been with immediate effect. Stephen Kenny has taken over. This was a deal that was put together by John Delaney, whereby um, Mick came back. This is his second tenure. You all know this. He came back. He was going to be qualifying. He was doing the Euro qualifications. And if we got to the Euro, Stephen Kenny was taken over. All very weird, right? Yeah. Do you know? And now Stephen has taken over entirely and the qualifications won't be happening until God only knows. They're looking at November. We're going to have uh, eight or nine matches. It's all, it was all a bit mad, isn't it? It's like, bye. It was a bit of a damn squib in the end. There's a lot of, I see, the thing is, it's like a feeding frenzy at the moment with sports news because there is no actual sport happening. No. So if it's if it's speculation about Mick McCarthy and what's going to happen and is Stephen uh, Kenny, Kenny, is Stephen Kenny? Stephen, Stephen Kenny. Stephen Kenny, yeah. Under 21's manager. That went He's in. now the senior manager. In. He was Dundalk as well though or something. He had involvement yes. in Dundalk in some, some sense. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's gossip, really, isn't it? It's just like what's going to happen and uh, what are the the um, implications for with the delays? What how is it going to work with Stephen taking over? Because now with the matches being delayed, the thing is though as well, it, it, isn't there a, a financial implication that like you're so, going to you'd be paying Mick like half a so, year to stay on uh, when uh, there's no there'll be no need for him really. You know right, I, mean? yeah. I, I get that they've got no money. I understand that Niall Quinn has taken over interim and all that kind of stuff at the FAI. But if Ireland do qualify for the Euros, and Mick McCarthy has very little to do with this because he's gone, yeah, 
he gets a one million euro qualification bonus. If well, we that's qualify. all right, isn't it? Mick McCarthy. Yeah. One right. million euro qualification bonus for not having, like he's been involved in some of the matches, but not the end ones. I'm like, Stephen, are you getting a qualification bonus? And the FAI have no money. Who signed a deal going qualification bonus there, lads? You've got what, When no was money. that? That was done well before the, all the scandals though, it's wasn't Delaney. it? Delaney. Delaney. But the, but he did that deal before. Yeah, deal was done ages ago when when all things were up in the air with the FAI. It's just that it. Have you noticed that they're so that's news. I do not care about UFC. It's not on. I, I I'm not. I've I've never watched a UFC fight. Have you? Uh no, I haven't actually. I thought I I watched. Wasn't there one one with <laughs> when I say I watched? I saw the clips on Twitter the next morning when Conor McGregor. There was loads of hype about. Was there one some sort of belt or some sort of? It was a big fight for McGregor. It was like he's yeah, yeah, fight. right. That happens all the time. It's always for a belt. <laughs> was there was there one for a belt, lads? Yeah, no, yeah, like, it was. It, maybe it was like <laughs> Connor's first belt. Then was it? <laughs> it? But what my point is is like it was a big one, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is the one that he's going to get his ass kicked." And he didn't get his ass kicked, and it was all over in a matter of seconds. That one right, where he yep. just went out and punched your man or kicked him out or whatever it was. And I remember watching that the next day, and that was that was my the, the full extent of my UFC exposure. UFC two hundred forty nine cards latest news: Dana White insists event will go ahead. Uh, without Khabib Nurmagomedov, Nurmagomedov, yeah. Uh, the UFC president says he'll announce the full card on Monday. Um, wh- regardless of it going ahead without Khabib Nurmagomedov, how is it going to go ahead at all? MMA journalists reported that uh, an agreement had been reached between the UFC to allow Nurmagomedov to travel to the United States on the April eighteenth. Are they going to are they going to do this behind closed doors or something? I think it would be kind of insane at the moment to hold an MMA event. But they can't do it behind closed doors because MMA is essentially your face in some other man's crotch and n- not in a bedroom way. It's like there, there's no social distancing with MMA. So they can't be, that can't happen. Oh, here we go. Uh, Conor McGregor says he's not fighting it because of, because of, uh, so is, is your man, you're kidding me, right? It's not actually going to go ahead. No. It's just Dana White looking for headlines, I would assume. I guess so, yeah. That's uh, what he also, does. they're going to be showing all of Conor McGregor's fights on uh, on telly tonight, apparently. All of Conor McGregor's fights are going to be shown on TV tonight. We've gone down the UFC uh, uh, rabbit hole, even though neither of us are into UFC. No. Today marks seven years since the Notorious made his UFC debut when beating Marcus Brimage in Sweden. I'll never forget the Brimage fight, William. We're in over the belt. And... <laughs> <laughs> that Brimage fight well, It was a Levi's group. belt I think though But not just any Levi's It was a vintage belt A proper one from 1963 It was amazing All of his fights Are going to be shown On BT Sport tonight So uh, if you're into That kind of thing Dana White will Thank you for your custom Custom That's what they're doing now They're just playing Old matches And uh, I was chatting To a friend of mine And he was like Sure I know the result I, And he just He's like I can't bring myself To do it I miss football a lot I'm missing rugby but he's like, I can't. I know what. I know what happens. Why don't you watch it drunk, uh, and then it'll come as a there surprise. There you go. Oh, no, see the way around. Actually, no, you need to watch it drunk the first time, and then when you watch it the second time, you're like, but I've noticed. I don't, it's like me and the first series season of Westworld. It's like I don't remember any of this because <laughs> I was clearly drunk the first time watching it. <laughs> well, Westworld, you really have to have that there thinking cap on, don't you? Yeah. You're like, hold on now. Yeah. Well, what I did was with Westworld as well. I watch it. 
and then I uh, I would go and read the Guardian's explanation of it after every episode. No. Yeah, or there's a bunch of different websites that did. So Slate do it as well. There's a bunch of different sites. I would look at all the sites and I listened to all the podcasts for all the biggest shows as well. Oh, it's such a good show. I haven't started the third series. I haven't watched the second series yet because I've forgotten most of the first series. So I've got to go back all the way to the beginning. Oh, it's so white, good. White, white hat, black hat. Tandy Newton. I love her. She is, Maeve is the baddest of arses. Okay, sorry. What, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about number five. Number five. This coronavirus thing is getting pretty serious, isn't it? What? <laughs> what is, what's happening? Queen Elizabeth, live from Windsor. See, did she catch this gig last night? Man, it was... It was massive. It was huge. I was waiting for, um, I was waiting for, I was pay-per-viewing the new Emma last night. And uh, Emma, the new adaptation, new adaptation of Jane Austen's Emma. How many, um, how many of those are there? How, how can they keep making them? No more than Little Women. It's like, once you've seen Little Women, it's like, it's the, it's the same story of Little Women, just no. and Pride and Prejudice. It's like, absolutely not. Pride and Prejudice, Emma, Little Women. It's like... Well, Pride and Prejudice should never be done again because BBC BBC version, that's it. That's all anyone will ever need. But you pick up on different things. So it's like different themes. So like the last Jane Eyre with Fassbender and Mia Wachowski, that, that was... That picked the theme up on, was, was Fassbender was being hot. Right. It was just <laughs> those hips in those pants. Holy so the different Jesus. themes really are just the different men in the leading roles <laughs> no, for the women not to fancy. True. Like Paul Dark and all that crap. It's like, it's <laughs> oh, just an excuse to dress up these men and for them to be ogled by women of a certain age. By women of a certain age. That's it. I am I am that woman not of a certain age. Of a certain age of all women, really. So they, they pick out different things. They 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 reflect society and the world we live in, Ray. Yeah. Anyway, I was waiting for me pay-per-view for uh, Emma last night. Who's in the sure, new Emma then? The new Emma has an awful lot of the pretty young things of British life in it. So it's got two of the people from sex education in it. Hadid? It's got Any of the Hadids in there? None of the Hadids. And Azerbaijan. That's it. Mia Goth is in it. She's married to Shia LaBeouf. All right. That's got to be an interesting relationship. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine being married to Shia LaBeouf? Um, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy. Oh, Bill Nye is in it. All right. And Jerome Flynn. Flynn. You Flynn. know of Robson and Jerome. Oh, yeah. Jerome. His, his half-brother, <laughs> Johnny Flynn, right. is, is Mr. Knightley. Okay. All there the big names then. Excuse uh, me. So where did you get that from? Was it from Apple TV or where did you get it? Paper, yeah, pay-per-view. So it's great. And what then is pay-per-view? The, it's they, so this was originally in the cinema. So they've released all these these on pay-per-view. On the Virgin Box, is it? Where did you get no. it? No. <laughs> where do you get your pay-per-views? Just out of interest. I, my housemate sorts it out. Oh, we okay, just, right. We just, okay. With that I it's... just know that here is my card make it so that I can watch Emma because I'm hungover and I need some Jane Austen okay, in my life. So you have so no idea. <laughs> you I, it's there. on pay-per-view. That's all I know. Pay-per-view. By the way, we didn't uh, do a podcast yesterday because Moran was desperately hungover. <laughs> oh God, I'm still not in the right frame of mind. Like, it all started with a bloody Zoom table quiz. Anyway, and, oh, you're, you're watching anyway. the Queen's speech. We're out of time. You're the Queen the was Queen's... on in the background. Yeah. And, uh, oh my goodness, she sounds very sprightly. She doesn't sound ninety, whatever. Strange. It's a kind of a very strange and very quaint notion. Although we did it first with our our uh, didn't Michael D do a, a, an address last week? So I I just think there's this 
I, I don't know. Obviously, it's of value and of comfort to some people, but it just seems strange yeah. to me. The Swedish king has made a... The king of Sweden. Sweden's king, Carl... The, king Carl the Sixteenth Gustav has... Isn't that... King Carl Sixteenth, yeah, Gustav, has yeah. urged Swedes to refrain from Easter travels to loved ones in a bid to curb the spread of COVID-19 as the death toll rises in one of Europe's few countries. Not, they're not in lockdown in Sweden. No, they've, they're actually taking the piss. They're, all the cafes are open. Everything's open. They've closed universities, but not primary schools. They're like, we'll be grand, lads. Don't worry about it. We're so attractive. Sweden. Why would COVID-19 want us? Sweden's lockdown is imposed not on a state level but at the individual and the effect yeah. has been felt on every aspect of life. Uh, while Norway and Denmark closed schools and in some cases closed borders and insisted on quarantining those who had been abroad, Sweden took a much more low-key approach. Uh, they've banned uh, gather, large gatherings but tab- yeah, restaurants are still open, table yeah. services are still open and it's what? up to the individuals. The thing is though that Swedish people are much more responsible as individuals than a lot of other people that even though the state hasn't the state hasn't stepped in to say to tell you what to do. Genuinely, they are. They're much more responsible. No, 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 not when you look at the curve that they are experiencing oh, right they're, now. They're going to have it. They're going to have it really badly. It's bad. It is bad. So yeah. just because they can't get as drunk as the rest of Europe because alcohol is too expensive, That's they're true. still rubbing up and down against each other. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, what I did like about the Queen was that she was wearing a green. She was. She had green. She looked like a little leprechaun. Well, no, it's because because it's green, it's so easy to manipulate then. And I've spent the morning getting memes of the Queen wearing the 1996 Limerick GAA jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shaw's almost nationwide is what it says in it. And I'm like, the Queen has it on. That's class. I've got a clip of the Swedish King's speech here as well, actually. <laughs> Cheers, cheers, King Gustav the Third, King Carl Sixteenth Gustav. There, I was like, "What a terrible remake!" We had the King's speech, and now the Swedish King's speech. But can you imagine the spin-off from that? You could just have the Greek King's speech. It's a whole franchise. It's a franchise. The Spanish King's speech. I mean, Jesus, get Simon Cowell on it. He's got one in every country. Oh, dude! There you go. Number six. March was the biggest month for grocery sales on record ever. Yeah, we spent this like an extra 108 quid or something uh, each per household or something last week. 188, I 188, think. Right. So the Cantar World Panel supermarket shares show the grocery sales reached 2.9 billion in the wow. last 12 weeks, topping last year by 250 million. Um, so it all started when after March 12th, when Leo Varadkar obviously closed the schools and everything like that. And everyone lost the absolute run of themselves. So it's estimated that 27% of Irish households made a shopping trip containing €120 or more worth of groceries compared to 15% of households last year. Now, when you think about it, the amount of money that we're spending, we're not spending that money on going out and having, you know, a muffin or getting takeaways. We've made the same observation. Have you found you've got more cash? We were talking a couple of nights ago, myself and my wife. We were like, we've got more money in general. Like we are... We're spending slightly more on our weekly shop. Yeah. But we're not calling in for bits anymore. And we're no. not and we're not like that buying coffees or calling and buying a few bits here and there. Yeah. 20 quid here, 20 quid there. That's all gone. So I think that it's a little bit worrying because I'm noticing people who are really starting to enjoy baking and cooking. They're like, this right. is, I can do this. So I'm like, after this, when they're like, lads, we need to get back out and spend. People are really like, no, I'm going to make my own. 
banana I bread or whatever. I promise you, I don't think there's any concerns there. Do you not I think so? People are just going to lose the run of themselves. I think the minute, the minute that it's like, you don't have to bake your own cakes anymore with your kids. You can go out and buy a muffin in the <laughs> insomnia up the road. <laughs> the, the whole philosophy of, I think I can do this forever. I think I'll, I'll have a baking Sunday morning with the little ones. Goes out the, <laughs> out the window and down the toilet. Uh, I've got a bunch of emails, but we're so out of time that I'm going to call a halt. We've, I, genuinely, we've got so many to get through. But uh, Myrna has to get to TV3. Yeah. And we're going to use the egg timers tomorrow because we're at 42 already. It's supposed to be five oh, minutes Jesus a bit. Oh, Jesus, uh, Go on. Uh, uh, sixbitspod at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, we will get to your emails tomorrow if you've emailed us over the last few days. Maureen won't be hung over tomorrow, so we're going to get no, to I'll be. F- I was. I'm feeling very blue today. Yeah. And do you know what else, Ray? Do you know what else is wrong, though? I want to actually ask you how you're getting on because you're... You have a good relationship with your mom and dad. You, you better, yes. Better than my, I would have with my family. They're better than yours. I love them very much. And to, no, I, don't get me wrong. I love mine very much as well. It's just that I'm, I'm a bit more, uh, uh, not independent, but I'm a bit more disconnected. Uh, yes, but, uh, I chat with them a lot. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, like, um, you must be missing them. Yeah, I really miss just, oh, like, it's going to be obnoxious when this is over. I'm just going to go and hug my mother for like two days and eat quiche. Like, I'm just there going, Mary, when I come home, you better have eight quiches ready for me. <laughs> it's as simple as that. But a lot of the time it's spelled arguing, going, you can't go to the shop. No, you can't go to the shop. But sure, we could just go up at half past nine. No, you can't go to the shop. No. You can't go. You can't go to the shop. A lot of the time it's spelled that. We don't have time for this right now because I have to go. And do you know what else, Ray? Do you know what else? Azerbaijan. My piles are giving me jip. Her piles are giving her jip, ladies and gentlemen. Emails at sixbitspot at gmail.com. Uh, stay away from yourselves and each other. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.